Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Today we are covering all the week's news. My name is Jay, joined by Troy and Big Stacey. How are we, fellas? Yeah, oh, man. Good. Easy like, easy like Saturday, early afternoon. Got a long, got a long weekend ahead. I'm looking forward to doing sweet Ooh. FA. <laughs> well, we've got a, got a good old uh, chunk of AEW thoughts tomorrow, haven't we? That'll be, we that'll have. be uh, always fun. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Looking like a stacked, stacked card. Speaking of stacked cards, we've got a stacked like, load of news here, so let's get into it. Um, so I'll start first. Uh, Mustafa Ali, or Mustafa Ali, sorry, has revealed that he's uh, been working with a ton. Yeah. Ouch. Imagine that. Christ. Like, Obviously, it's not like it's not a serious one because if it was a serious one, he'd well, get surgery. Be out fully, yeah, yeah. But even still, that's a that's mighty resilient of a Mustafa. Yeah, it's uh, he's not he's not it's, like he's, it's not like it's hindered him. Yeah, PCL being like, knee um, yeah. knee area. Yeah, so like you have like knee, yeah. your knee has like four ligaments that go around, like you know square patterns like from backside to side and yeah, PCLs yeah. are your it's one of them. I, I know I know I know all about I know quite a lot of this. I, PCL, uh, ACL, MCL. Yeah. yeah. I actually I actually did my, I did my PCL um a couple of years back in the brewery when I was lifting something and it my knee sort of like went the wrong way. Uh, didn't I don't think I tore it, I think it strained like strained it or like, you know, partially tore it. But I literally I had to wear a knee brace for like a month. Fuck it and, out. Uh, and it was it, I mean it, I, I could walk on it but it was it was real horrible um, and I was only just walking around I wasn't flipping and diving and wrestling and <laughs> how the hell they're made of fucking different stuff aren't they these guys yeah do you know what I mean like yeah. something to us that would be pretty much debilitating like I can't do anything they're just like yeah I'll, I'll still bound around for a bit I'll get um, it sorted when I'm free <laughs> it's fucking mental <laughs> yeah it is insane fair play to him though hopefully he gets that looked at soon enough because He's awesome. And with stuff like that, you don't want it being left longer and longer and the damage becoming worse and the recovery time becoming longer because you've His not had it seen is, to. It's not a very forgiving style, the way he wrestles as well. He's, no, you know, he's exactly. Like, although he did, I saw him tweet um, this week, a fan asked him why he no longer does a particular move. It must have been like a top rope move or something. Hmm. Um, a fan said, why don't you use this move anymore? And his response was because I want to be able to play with my grandkids. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, okay. I know he, the New Day was saying doesn't. something similar on their podcast a few months ago where they're all about like retiring at an age where they're still physically able and while they're still able to play with grandkids and children and stuff like that and not be one of these guys that kind of clings on and keeps coming back and risks the injuries getting worse the older you get the longer you cling on to it and still wanting those kind of golden years with your child where you're physically able to enjoy it yeah yeah that's um Wish him, wish him well and a speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Next up, uh, Fightful Select have revealed that Chelsea Green has signed a new deal with WWE, which will keep her there till the end of 2023. She's still out injured at the moment, is it? Was it a wrist injury, for a recall? Broke a wrist. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, she should be due back any day now, I imagine. Like, I hope so. It's been like a while. Usually yeah. about three months, like that. That injury will keep you out, and she's been out for probably close to five. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, that's a that's a pretty short term deal. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, for yeah. WWE is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't maybe maybe that oh, she's had a few bad injuries. Maybe like sort of going to see how she how she sort of pans out over the next two years. Mm-hmm. If she hasn't any, you know, longer. If she if she tended to a bit of a second, maybe they'll uh, they'll let her go. But hopefully, I mean, hope, I, I mean, I'm, I really. I think she's got all the she got all the bits and she, she just needs to stay healthy and, and put a run together. And, yeah, you know the, the world's her oyster. So hopefully That's she it. can she can do that. And um, yeah, she really shows them what she's capable of. That'd, mm-hmm. be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, man. yeah, an excellent wrestler. Uh, next up, I've got news that sympathetic babyface Charlotte Fleur has said <laughs> in an interview with a TV insider 
that she has pitched an on-screen pairing with her fiancé, Andrade. She said, quote, I've actually pitched working with Andrade on screen. I would be very much open to that. I've done a lot of my career, but nobody has seen me in an on-camera relationship or in that light. I can come across a bit cold on TV. And I do agree with that. <laughs> you I don't think. say. <laughs> but she, she, they, 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 sort of, they sort of present her as like all business, don't they? Like, you know, mm. She's like the, the serious one who comes in and kicks ass. And yeah, yeah. I think it'd be nice to see Fucking I, robot, think, mate. Well, she's been on, she's been on TV <laughs> for like a number of years now. We've never seen any real person. On Nothing. Her, but, yeah. Which, it'd be uh, nice. I'm sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure she's got some. You know, I'm sure, if she, I'm sure she, can, she can do it if, she, if she's asked. She's given yeah, up. yeah. So, you know, we, we sort of take the mick out of how she how she comes across and how she's booked. But I don't think a lot of that's her fault, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. It, it yeah, will be interesting. Yeah. And if it gets Andrade back on our screens, then yeah. I'm absolutely all for it. Yeah. They could, they could even do like this, a similar dynamic to like um, uh, Ginny and Joseph Connors in NXT UK. Yeah. 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 Have, like, I mean, we, we know this was very Andrade is amazing as a heel. This is yeah. very quickly devolve into Ric Flair versus Andrade, and you know, he's the daddy one. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ric, Ric Flair versus Andrade in a custody of Charlotte ladder match. Um, <laughs> a, preg- a pregnancy test on a ball yeah. match. <laughs> on a forklift, mate. A forklift. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Rick's too old to be getting up a ladder. Yeah, um, <laughs> he, he needs a stair lift. <laughs> uh, next, um, WWE have announced that Randy Orton will be the next guest on uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull Sessions. Yes. Um, I'm a big fan of these uh, these interviews Stone Cold does. Oh, they're uh, awesome, man. Really good. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see Randy as well because he's had quite a journey throughout his professional career in terms yeah. of the type of person he's been. He's gone from being like a bit of a dickhead um, by his own admission to, um, you know, he had a bit of a, he had a bit of a, a sort of awakening a couple of years back. Didn't yeah. He? yeah. Very into like, um, like, I know he's big into Black Lives Matter. He's mm-hmm. big into like quality and, you know, it's not what you'd expect if you go back 10 years and look at Randy Orton. Not the same guy. Yeah. He's a bit of a jack off and now he's yeah. actually, he's got a nice well-rounded person. So it'd be quite mm. interesting for him to talk us through like the process that he's gone through. In his, yeah. In his, in his yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be really, 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 really interesting. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see that. They he teased something on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. He was like, "Like Steve, why haven't you had me on one of these?" Obviously, they'd, yeah. they'd either already filmed it or off the back of that, they were like, "Let's film something." I imagine they would have recorded it a little while ago because they periodically release them. So I suppose they they must batch record them. Um, but yeah, I, he teased that a few weeks ago, and straight away I was like, "Do it, do it," because it's like you say, Randy's noting that although these are like officially produced WWE. Programs they they they're no holds barred they they go all yeah. in. Like, Sasha yeah. Banks came on the other week talking about asking for a release. You know, I've still not watched that yet, but I hear it's good. I mean, it's not it's not Jericho's podcast where all people do is like <laughs> stab the knife, moan, and, stab each other, <laughs> stab the knife to the back of WWE for like ninety minutes in between <laughs> adverts for uh, Omar steaks. I in, in between adverts for steaks and uh, Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really excited for that episode though. Have they put a date on that or not? Um, I they normally drop them after, they normally after drop fast like way, like a big event, don't they? Yeah, they usually drop them after the pay-per-view. Immediately following the pay-per-view. Yeah. Then, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and everyone in the UK is like, fucking mate, it's like three in the morning, I need to go to bed. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when it automatically like the, the starts fact- up as soon as the pay-per-view finishes and you're like, oh, I want to watch this, but it's fucking dick o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't watched the Sasha Banks one because like, it, it was literally like, straight after um, TakeOver. And I was just like, I am no. far too tired to watch this right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And lot, next up. Stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next up, WWE have reportedly banned thigh slaps and are threatening to fine wrestlers who do it. <laughs> that, right. That's Dolph out of a career. Job, isn't it? <laughs> two, two questions. One, how, how long have we been going on this podcast so far? Because this might be a new record for how quickly we get to FFS WWE. <laughs> for fuck's sake um, and two is, is um, this is this a five stuff bad are they what why would I, I don't get the logic behind it I prefer if they kick them in the face for real yeah if you're getting rid of that kick I them mean, in the face for real <laughs> yeah like looking at Smackdown last night when Jey Uso was like hitting super kicks and it was like it was like oh well He's still making the sound. Somehow, what the fuck's he doing that? Is he just kicking him for real? 
and they, and they piping it in through the speakers. I mean, I, I mean, one thing: are we are we ready for like the young bucks to do all of the fight slapping? Uh, Dan, uh, revolution oh, Christ, it's going to be a- awful, isn't it? AW are going to have a fucking field day with that tomorrow, Andy. They're going to be doing it when they're not even performing a move. They're just going to yeah. be stood still doing promos, just slapping their thighs. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, pro- they'll probably, I, I imagine they'll probably do a bit on BT about it rather than mm. put it on pay per view. But oh, I- they fucking will. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. they will. I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they did some little. Is this a protecting the business bit? I don't because, get it. Also, is this a blanket it is, thing? If it is, we're shutting the door and the horse is already three fields over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> is this a blanket um, thing? Is it everything? Like, does it include NXT? Yeah. Jesus. Um, so apart, I, I saw, when I saw this, I saw that apparently um, there's a sign like backstage, like a gorilla of every fucking show they've done this week, which has said no thigh slaps. Wow, which is madness. I mean, is is there a like, just so I'm, I'm not being stupid? Like, is there a medical reason for this? Is it, has it been worth you know? Surely there's not like surely <laughs> medical reason. Like, it, it why, literally why, just why WWE throwing an air realism to Because yeah, I'd rather I'd, you know what's much more devastating than than accidentally hit myself or pretending hit myself on the side. Someone someone shoot kicking me in the face. <laughs> yeah. Nice fucking bollocks, isn't it? It's Jesus. All, it's all well and good until Nia Jax goes to a big booth and then, you know, <laughs> remember this moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolute madness. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was, it was going so well, you know. But yeah, here we are. There's, there's got to be one. There's got to be one story a week that makes you go, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, we, man- we managed to get a whole 10 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in other news, in other news, um, there'll be no fights looking at WrestleMania. But what there will be is uh, plans for Edge versus Roman Reigns and a mismatch in the back. Only we knew about that before we should have apparently because Vince McMahon was furious, according to WrestlingNews.co, mm-hmm. that plans leaked. Um, so obviously there were, there were strong rumours about obviously that the Miz's match against Bunny sort of led to speculation that he would drop the title. Um, so we sort of got ahead of that. Um, Edge versus Roman Reigns obviously was reported. Um, this sort of like not ruined WrestleMania, but it sort of let the cat out the bag a bit and sort of gave you know some of the storylines away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so um, as a result, both WrestlingNews.co and Top Scumbags Ringside News. Um, Top Scumbags. I've <laughs> <laughs> heard there's a new that creative teams have to check with either Vince McMahon or Brother Love before telling talent what's planned to them. This, um, this sort of tallies a bit with uh, what we heard about Elimination Chamber, which is that Miz was only told on the day that he was cashing in and winning the title. Mental. So obviously, I think Vince's, Vince's reaction to like any sort of leak is just like, well, if I'm the only person who knows, then no one can leak it. <laughs> so I just imagine yeah. like fan, uh, performers would be just given a card with what's happening to them on the night uh, when they turn up. The, the thing is with that as well, it's a, it gets to a point where it's almost like insulting to fans because it's like, well, we can see clearly, like, literally since the Rumble, we've all said Bad Bunny's probably going to have a match against Miz Morrison because he's done that dive on them. Yeah. yeah. I imagine yeah. Damien Priest will be his partner because he was the one egging him on. Uh-huh. Like, it, Vince is acting like fans haven't got common sense. To, like, it's not as like, it's not, it's not, it's not, like, it's not, 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 it's like some big swerve storyline. It's like, oh, this is logical booking that you've been doing for like three months. Mm, and everyone yeah. just assume that the match is going to happen because that's what you're telegraphing. And you think, well, we can't have that. No, it's been leaked. No, people have just gone, oh, look, Bad Bunny jumped on him. So at the <laughs> next big pay view, maybe they'll have a fight. Yeah. Common sense yeah. should prevail. <laughs> but, fun fact, Matt Riddle is the highest power. Yeah. High AF, mate. <laughs> High AF. Um, moving on of um, future plans for WWE, um, Dave Meltzer, Uncle Dave himself, has been, and others have been speculating that uh, WWE is building Cesaro as a viable opponent for Roman Reigns after WrestleMania. Good, make him a viable opponent. Give him the fucking belt. <sighs> just, just yeah. take the yeah. word. Just take the word "after" out of there and put the word "for" in there. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it's all perfect, and we can have Roman versus um, Cesaro at Mania. Oh. Please do what it. Else, what else is he gonna? Oh, he's got, he's got edge, hasn't he? I suppose, but got edge. <sighs> yeah, that'd be a good match. To be fair, mm. I mean that'd it's be not, good. I'm, 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 it's I'm one, not. I'm it's not one of the only about... instances. 
I mean, it's a two-night show. Roman can do both nights. He didn't do last year. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just have him do Cesaro in the first night and then Edge on the second night. Why not? <laughs> yeah, he owes them for last year's Mania. So. Fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll be good. Um, whenever we get that, um, I think it's going to be awesome. Obviously, we'd rather it sooner than later, but um, yeah. We're all big fans of Cesaro. I mean, they've, they've, they've been teased now. They've been building it up and, and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, good number of weeks good, good on Good on Cesaro. I can't remember the last time. Has he ever had a, a world title match? Uh, no. Never. Sorry, sorry. Championship opportunity. Uh, what, that wasn't that wasn't a tag team title? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, has he even had like a world a world title shot? I don't think so. No. I mean, he's They're been in the for like close to 10 years now. It's- he was United yeah, States champion for um, short time, wasn't he? Yeah. Clo- closest he's had is um, that open challenge match against Cena for the US title. I mean, we talked about this. Cena was trying to elevate that. We fight. talked about this in, in depth, but with Cesaro on our um, missed opportunities open mic session, isn't we? Um, mm. Yeah. He was one of the big ones. But yeah, geez, I mean, I'm glad that he's finally getting some, uh, getting some rub. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Look, looking like an absolute star. Um, <laughs> probably gonna nail the Seth Rollins with an uppercut to space um, at WrestleMania, <laughs> so I'm happy about that. Uh, moving on, um, Fightful Select yeah. um, has indicated that higher ups in WWE were very, very impressed with this past Monday's Raw match between Drew and Sheamus um, and their recent in ring work. Sheamus, especially, um, has received high praise, uh, rightly so. This was awesome. This should have been on. This should have been on fast lane. This is what we should have got at Elimination Chamber. They could have easily yeah. put this on at Mania. This is it so so good. A very very good match. Yeah. Been, yeah. I, I haven't seen this match, but I've seen a little bit. Well, like in the pre-Elimination Chamber match, like the Gauntlet match, like Drew and Sheamus, they look really good together. Yeah. They, they had some interactions in the chamber. And they look really good together. I mean, mm-hmm. they back to what it was. Yeah, Sheamus is in the shape of his career, man. He, he looks better now than he did ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So good, so good. Um, I, I imagine you'd um, enjoy that that match from Raw this week, because it's just oh, a would. big up pass fight. Oh look, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll see it probably tomorrow when uh, when the, the highlights roll around on uh, fucking on Paramount, nicking each other's moves and everything. Oh, a little yeah. bit of that, a little bit of needle, a bit, a bit of a move thief. I mean, both the moves <laughs> are just kicks to the face and daring passes, yeah. aren't they? So it's, it's yeah. not like have to adapt much. Same as same as fall over and Drew have to stay on his feet. <laughs> yeah it was awesome definitely go watch that yeah I'll, I'll make sure I check it out this weekend uh, absolutely um, so this is, a, this is a, a, an article that I'm not entirely sure where I fall on this one um, so Wrestling Inc's Raj Geary has confirmed and that's a big word isn't it confirmed that's a, <laughs> that's, that's a word that makes you look a fool in, in a lot of circumstances um, <laughs> has confirmed that Christian is signed with WWE which makes it unlikely that he's the quote new dude star who is signing with AW Revolution. I've well, heard conflicting reports here. I've Raj, uh, Raj Giddy himself poured some cold water on that this morning. Oh, really? And said that he's actually, um, he was actually misinformed. Um, Christian didn't sign a contract with WWE, he had the contract with Fox Sports because of a uh, backstage. Which is ah. so it could very well be that we see Christian showing up on air tomorrow. Also, um, I heard reports that Christian has not been backstage at recent WWE events, and he, there is quote nothing planned for him by creative. Lou, the Chris, like he, he's such a good wrestler, mm. um, so 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 overlooked. He's like the kind of Cesaro of his generation, if you will. I think, um, he, yeah. I think, I think he's sort of. Um, Establishing himself as a firm favorite to be the signing on Sunday for AEW. Do you reckon? I I I think he's like like we we've obviously kind of spoke at this ad nauseum amongst ourselves. Um, just to pull the curtain back for you guys that are listening, and uh, we we spoke about this a lot. Um, kind of like theorizing who it could be, and I think for me he's probably the best case scenario because he's a guy we know can still go. No, still has a lot to offer, mm-hmm. and also is a guy that people like all over wrestling talk about how good he is. You know, including recently, yeah. a lot of AW talent on social media. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah since the rumble, 
like Daniels FDR, and Cars and FDR. Uh, so Tony mm. Khan on a, on a podcast said that um, he was, this, the person they're signing is someone who Tony Khan is a massive fan of, one of his favorite wrestlers. He, he said one of his all-time favorites, didn't yeah. he? And, and so, some, and someone who can come uh, in and have and have excellent matches for multiple years. It's got to be Christian, hasn't it? It's got to be Christian. Also, um, if you if you believe if you follow the social media, dancers, um, AEW's head of legal counsel followed him on Instagram, and then as soon as people start putting screenshots online, she very quickly unfollowed him. <laughs> oh dear! Come on. And a number of AEW wrestlers have started following him on Twitter as well. So, I was going to be him. I'd take stuff like that with a pinch of salt because uh, when Sasha Banks was like going through her infamous like couple of month, months off the thing where she was trying to find herself and she wanted to get released by WWE, she started following AEW yeah. and tweeting about AEW and all that. Yeah, this so. is the other way. They're just like AEW following Christian, not Christian following AEW. That's that's true. That's true. Also, um, I think someone said, I think, was it Tony Khan or someone? There was a, there was a really weird... Um, Quote anyway, someone said it's something that'll make Mark Henry happy. So, really? Mark Henry, well, Mark Henry was a tag team partner with Christian for a little while, wasn't he? So, oh, I don't remember that, but interesting. I'd, I'd like to think it it is actual Mark Henry, um, as well. <laughs> he's another, he's another one I'd, I'd love to see. Like, can, he just, can he just come along for the ride? Can he just be Christian and Mark Henry's here as well? Just why not? Yeah, I mean, Mark, Hen- Mark Henry's been showing up in other companies other than WWE recently. Like he, he did a little um, interview with uh, for with uh, what's face Savio Vega for MLW's um, YouTube channel. Yeah, and he he was also at quite um, quite famously at the uh, first Double or Nothing uh, post show press conference where he was just like buttoning on people's questions and asking Dustin Rhodes more questions. <laughs> 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 Dustin Rhodes was just like. Are you going to argue with Mark Henry? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> some guys, some guys, was like, eh, that was my question. It is interesting to note that Mark Henry is currently employed by WWE. He works in a backstage capacity where he apparently teaches um, talent how to behave in a courteous manner backstage. I mean, is it, yeah, yeah. I love Mark Henry. Got all the that's, time in the world. So. That's one person you you wouldn't argue with on whether you're acting courteously or not. <laughs> Just going around stopping people from shitting each other's bags, basically. <laughs> Don't do that, you little fucker. <laughs> just like an just like an angry dad going around, going around like shitting some people. No, Fajin, are we talk about this, mate? No, what did I say? <laughs> um, moving swiftly on, uh, according to Fightful, WWE's original plan for Lacey Evans. Uh, was for it to defeat Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship at Elimination Chamber. And then the feud with Charlotte would have continued into WrestleMania, where probably Charlotte would have won the world title. Uh, the You're saying that Evans would, Evans would have missed the championship onto Charlotte. <laughs> that's, that's the verb I'm using now. Missed. Yeah, just, just more blatant fucking disrespect to Asuka, isn't it? Goddamn yeah. Rick Flair's undeniable penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an image I need in my head at lunchtime on a Saturday. Wow. <laughs> oh. oh Christ! Yeah, yeah that's I'm, upsetting. I mean, it's upsetting that that. Well, firstly, that's possibly what the plan was. The fact they were going to give it to Lacey, I, I don't. Oh, think. they were hundred percent going to Andy. Like <sighs> as soon as they announced that match, the right was on the wall that she'd beat Charlotte to get a fucking women's title match when people were pinning Asker left, right, and centre. Mm. Not getting a fucking match against them. Like, come on. I, I'm going to say something controversial. I think at some point in the near future, I think Lacey deserves a little tighter run. Yeah, she's definitely improved. In the future, yeah. Not yet. But remember when they threw her out into the Royal Rumble, like, real early and made her, like, basically work, like, for 40 minutes, like, yeah. on, her, like on her, like, main roster debut? Didn't she come out, like, number one or two yeah, or something? Like, it was, like very, really, very early. It was, like, very early. And, like, that was her first time on the main roster. And yeah. She, and she, I mean, she wasn't, you know, she wasn't Asuka, but she was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, then they stuck her in that horrendous um, partnership with Baron Corbin against Seth and Oh Becky. Christ, I forgot about and, that. And was she it? was she was the best part of that feud. Yeah, and she was the ref, wasn't she in in the match originally? Yeah, and then she ended up. She, she maybe she wrestled. Um, they had like the mixed tag match, and she had yeah. like Seth's face on her ass or something. That was it. She had Seth written on a bum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I think and she had fun with that. I think she was the best part. She was the only part of that feud that was bearable. The best part of that feud for me was when Baron Corbin um, hit Becky Lynch with the fucking end of days. And everyone went, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, awesome. I, I, I like to think. I mean, it's, it's obviously it's, it's it's at least she's 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 missing out on this title run, but it's for a, a positive reason. You know, she's having another child. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but hopefully, she when she does come back, she will get a little um a little sort of thank you, a little even like a little, little push, a little, a little one month title <laughs> run or something like that. You know, just to say to say you know we we, we respect you. A wee push, yeah, I mean, especially with her, her having to like pretend that she's in love with a reanimated corpse. Ah <laughs> oh dear. Moving on. Uh, while discussing Jimmy Uso's return to WWE, uh, Jay Uso told Sportskeeda that quote Uso Penitentiary will be opening soon. Good. Yes. Usi juicy. Usi hot. I-, I reckon he's coming back at Mania to interfere in whatever Jay Uso is doing at Mania. Yeah, I just want to make you aware of the the Oos, um max wax melts that I received today um, from a wonderful company called Main Event Candles. Uh, so if you like your Uso themed candles, awesome. Also, Main Event Candles, give us a uh, give us a shout. Let's do a little collab. They, they did a, a podcast collab sent. So let's uh, let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah, sweet. <laughs> but no, I'm excited <laughs> for the Usos to come back. Uh, we've, yeah. we've, all, we've all sort of been wondering where Jimmy's been, haven't we? He, he made like a few sporadic appearances, didn't he? When the whole Jay against Roman thing was kicking off before this really developed to what it is now. Because yeah. he came he in and threw the towel in once, didn't he? Didn't he? Did he got he got re-injured yeah. during one of those? No, he... he oh, he sorry, I thought like that's really, what you meant. He had like a really in, uh, serious knee injury mm. at WrestleMania. Um, so he's just, been, he's just been out since that. That's man. Um, pretty much a full yeah. year. Jay, you so put a... Um, put a video up on his Instagram a couple of, I think it was like a week ago, maybe, mm. of um, Jimmy working out, though, and Jimmy looks like he's fucking getting in some good shape, so. Nice. Like he's, he, more importantly, he was walking fine, not like hobbling like he was yeah, last yeah. time we saw I mean, him, I, so. I, I just, at this point, I just assume that Roman Reigns is just eating him for the gains. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns looked like he's put on about a Jimmy Uso's worth of weight and muscle <laughs> over the last, like, <laughs> Jimmy Uso bagel for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, hopefully soon, real soon. Since um, I think it will really complete that that kind of bloodline faction, whatever it is that they're calling it. But yeah, that's not to say I'm bored of Jay or anything like that. But I think having both of them, I think that will add a really good dynamic to any storylines going forward. Yeah, much I much excite. Much All excite. Right. So moving um, on to NXT then. So the um, the headline news, the big the big news here is um, that NXT will apparently be moving to Tuesdays following WrestleMania on April the thirteenth. Uh, Wrestling Observer Lies, Brian Alvarez, so uh, uh, the the most credible of sources, really. He's the rating guy, isn't he? He's like the guy who sort of thumbs. He's the guy every every Thursday who sort of drills down like sort of what happened on a Wednesday. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's sort of calling. Mm. He said he's heard the NXT Tuesday move is a quote done deal internally at the USA Network. Apparently, sources also said the decision isn't driven by AEW's rating wins. You can't you can't see this because it's an audio podcast. But I'm, think, I'm finger quoting so hard, but it's like um, <laughs> it's definitely nothing to do with the fact of being getting slacked by AEW in the ratings. Slacked like, for the best part of eighteen months. <laughs> Well, apparently it's the fact. So, if, if you're not, if you're not, if you don't know why this has sort of come about. Um, is it NBC Sports Network is shutting down, and they normally host they normally host the NFL games on a Wednesday, and so with that shutting down, they're moving the NFL onto um, the USA Network, and obviously the live sports. You can pay. You can charge more for the for the commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. It's got more hours on it, so they can make more money off the ad revenue with by having hockey on the on the on the on that network on. Oh, I see. Nights, and so they're going to move um, NXT to Tuesday. Um, I mean, it's, it's easy as as a as a confirmed AEW mark. It's very easy for me to go and load it and go. Ah, oh, AEW won. Blah blah blah. This is not about that. It's about the fans winning now. So what this means is. We yeah. have now Monday for Raw, Tuesday for NXT, Wednesday for AW, Thursday for everyone's top of Edward Breather or NXT UK. Which is our breather because it's so good. You don't have, oh, you okay. have to stress. You don't have to stress with NXT UK. You just know it's going to yeah, bang. Yeah, you know it's always going to bang. <laughs> <laughs> and then Friday yeah. for SmackDown. So it's, it's perfect. Now the week is set. Everything makes sense. Yeah. Sorry, Impact, you're fucked. Um, <laughs> and NWA. 
more on that. But yeah, it's it's great. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's just great that fine. I mean, we've been saying this for like six months now. It's like Vince mm. was Vince was spitefully holding NXT like over the fire on Wednesdays <laughs> just to, just to keep AEW's ratings down by like and, and by like a hundred thousand or so. I and mean, what's the point? You know, nah, no point. Like, the, the people on NXT, the the, the 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 talent putting in work deserve to have their own night and deserve for their for their work to be rewarded with with the viewership numbers they deserve. And and it's great that it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, something else that's going to happen is um, WWE recently um, had a graphic on there, like, here's what you'll miss if you cancel the uh, WWE Network Now screen. Um, and it listed that on Thursday, the 8th of April, um, there's going to be another NXT takeover. There's also some uh, rumour and innuendo there's going to be a two-night takeover, just like that. I mean, oh, um, that's too much wrestling. Then. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's um, NXT. It's all right. Allowed, we're not allowed a day off. However, a, a takeover, I'll, I'll give them a pass because I do, I do love a takeover. Yeah. Um, it, it it seems weird though, like with SmackDown being like SmackBang in the middle of like NXT takeover and then WrestleMania, doesn't it? It's mad. Yeah. It's very also odd. that um, you're gonna have the Hall of Fame as well that week. That's another three hours. Yeah. So we're going to go Thursday, Friday, takeover, Saturday, Sunday, Mania. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually announced the date. Just going to book the um, week off work then. <laughs> yeah, I already have. <laughs> I, I was preempting that there was going to be a lot of wrestling and then they've just like done me dirty like this and put like <laughs> A, a fucking two night takeover in the middle of the week, and it's like, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're doing a two night NXT takeover, maybe maybe give one of them to NXT UK, yeah, maybe give the Thursday one to NXT UK because I, mean, I, 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 I do quite like the obviously, obviously, NXT UK haven't done any takeovers since crowds went away. I don't think, okay, no, no, no and they had takeovers, they just put the fucking matches on the show. And I like, I like how, like, you know, obviously, in, in, the, in the US, you have like when the touring, they have like takeover Brooklyn and takeover Chicago, takeover mm-hmm. Philadelphia, and in like the UK, because where the NXT UK like used to travel to, you have like takeover Blackpool, takeover Scarborough, takeover Margate, <laughs> takeover Margate. <laughs> it's not quite as sexy, takeover is it? Slough, takeover Slough. Uh, take over Swindon. We could go on. Yeah. Take over Bootle. Take over Bootle, mate. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Impact Wrestling, do the bash of the brewery. You're doing a take over Bootle. Take over Bootle. <laughs> that, that, um, just, just clear out a couple of the um, of the taxi firms around by ours. We'll do one of the work. <laughs> <you know. laughs> Speaking of takeovers uh, and people from Liverpool, um, in their match against the Grizzled Young Vets, um, MSK's Wesley legitimately broke his hand, uh, which is why MSK versus Birch and Lorcan uh, has been delayed. Recently tweeted out a picture of the X-Ray. Poor lad, just as they're getting a bit of steam like off the back of that dusty cup. Also, is that the first legitimate bootle segue we've ever done on uh, on the news? <laughs> I think it is. It'll probably be the last <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. I mean, they, they're, they're so they're so hot right now, aren't they? Um, to go back yeah. out on you. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it sucks. Um, I mean, one, how's he going to pack his bong with one hand? <laughs> <laughs> and two, yeah, we, 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 we really want to see that that match with Perch and, and Logan. Uh, I think it's going to be a banger of a match when they win, and hopefully they're able to do it sooner rather than later. Yeah. 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 Really yeah, hope so. Taking the Ted titles, aren't they? Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. yeah. 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 Do you reckon, do you reckon they, they were signed under the uh, under the promise of you're getting they, these straps? They pretty much obscenely strong. Triple H has been burying the shit out of Impact. God, he's polished off the golden shovel just to fucking bury Impact and say, <laughs> I, I, "I weren't given any guidance wherever they were before." Yeah. Just slam Trimmy Bill. <laughs> yeah. Who's the who's the, they've never had the third man in the rascals? What are you talking about? <laughs> they were only ever a two man team. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of speaking of young talent and the opposite of that, um, sorry, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter has reported that WWE is aware, oh, aware, aware of the age issues on their roster and a, a new doctor doctrine. That's a that's a strong word. <laughs> doctrine <laughs> 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 to only design developmental talent if they're under the age of thirty, except for special situations. So um, obviously we, we spoke um, 
not not negatively, but sort of with a, an air of slight concern about the fact that young gun Damien Priest is 38 years old. <laughs> young gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is sort of exacerbating. So WWE have had this, this sort of issue over the last few years where they'll be signing people in like the prime of their career, like 32, 33, 34. And then they're sticking them in uh, NXT for like three, four years to learn the WWE style, which they consider to be like wholly important. Mm-hmm. By the time they're coming up to the main roster, they are like the sort of 37, 38 years old range. And they've probably yeah. only got like three or four years at, at the top left in them, mm. which is kind of weird. How old is... um? Uh, LA Knight, formerly Eli Drake. Is Eli Drake? Let's find out. Because I imagine he's getting to that kind of similar age where Gun, when Gun, he is. Gun LA Knight is also 38 years old. <laughs> so he'll be, he'll be pushing. If he, if he makes it onto main roster, he'll be pushing 40 by the time he gets there. Crikey. It's mad. He just, yeah. People like that need to be bought straight up straight over rather to to raw or smackdown and yeah it's I, weird it's weird it's, it's almost like this is arbitrary like step program that they need to go through mm, there's, no, there's no flexibility like you can look at guys like guys like Samoa joe he could have gone straight on the main roster it could have done and, but then we wouldn't have got his nxt I run mean, I'm glad he did which because was, they would have ruined it they would have just ruined him straight away and we wouldn't have got yeah, other stuff yeah but you know in, in terms of like presenting him and you know like aj styles skipped nxt didn't he and he didn't he didn't mm-hmm. So with AJ Styles can skip NXT. Surely Samoa Joe can skip NXT. Surely yeah. um, Eli Drake can skip NXT. You know, Damian Priest, Punishment yeah. Martinez could, could skip NXT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in- interesting as well this, that they're signing people under 30 when they rely on a 54-year-old to draw them fucking ratings. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> um, another thing that... Um, Speaking of new things in WWE, uh, Wrestling Observer are reporting that the plans that William Regal has to shake up NXT next week are going to be introducing their own women's tag titles. Um, obviously, uh, we were a bit miffed about the fact that, mm. that Shayna and Nia walked out with the women's tag, tag, tag belts, which is just a fucking prop at this point. Yeah. But if yeah. they're going to bring some into NXT, I'm more than happy about that because... They've got a fucking load of women's division. Yeah, it might. It might sort of, sort of hot opinion would be why not just have the women's tag titles homed on NXT. The, the current That's ones what, just exclusively, and then but then yeah. have them have them like occasionally challenge teams on Raw and SmackDown. On yeah, like big events. Yeah, we, we did the like, whole you know, do, doing what like Kevin Owens was doing. You know when he came up and he'd like just batter someone and like, mm-hmm. show them show the belt. I'm, gonna, yeah, NXT. I'm the NXT champion. Bosh, see you later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just do that. We'll have the belt like yeah. home on NXT because that's where that's where all the female talent and that's where the majority of the female talent in the company is. Isn't yeah, it, so. yeah, yeah. Were there any uh, tag teams from Raw or SmackDown in the Women's Dusty Cup, or were they all NXT? All NXT. Even more reasons to just yeah. have the the current ones there and leave it, them there. Then what's what's crazy about that as well is they had like a couple of literal like no name people in the tournament, like yeah. people who just did. Not no name, but you know, people they just signed, people that you've like, not seen, yeah. They just they just literally brought in, and you have people like Bailey saying, "I really want to be in this because it's like such a like monumental thing for women dressing." Mm-hmm. Like, do fuck all else with Bailey, just give her a go. Go on, yeah. Do that. Come on, guys, play the game. <laughs> uh, moving on, some AEW news. So Chris Jericho recently revealed on an episode of Wrestling with Brandon Walker that he will be joining Paul White and Tony Schiavone on the commentary team for AEW Dark Elevation. Yeah, I have have no real problem with that. Jericho reined in properly on commentary. It can be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the thing with Jericho at the moment is he's kind of like a dad who's like trying to be cool to his mate, his son, like son's mate. So, I think the issue. I think the issue is when you have Jericho and Jr. on the same bench. I think it. I think it gets a bit out of hand because Excalibur can only control one of them. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you look back at earlier in the pandemic, and it was literally just Jericho and Tony on the commentary, it was really good. Mm. Yeah. The, the the only the only reason that Excalibur got best commentator according to Meltzer was because he's got to rein in so many fucking people on commentary. He's got to <laughs> he's got to stop that entire fire from getting out of control. Um, <laughs> and who would have thought that AEW Dark Elevation is where we'd see the Jericho reunion? I know. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm really excited about Dark Elevation though because um, they they kind of like talked about it being more 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 
sort of platform to develop the characters of people that they're sort of bringing up to dynamite. So Dark's essentially Dark's like their version of NXT, and Elevation is going to be like their their version of like the Raw vignettes before they get brought up to Raw. So, oh, okay. Um, but they're obviously still going to have matches. They're going to have like a, they even said like something about having like sort of older names come like coming and doing one-off appearances and wrestling with younger they, talent on it. Yeah, they said like top indie talent as well as up-and-coming AEW yeah. uh, roster members, which is quite interesting. Yeah. And it's good as well. I mean, it's just another, I mean, obviously the, the wrestling world isn't quite back to normal yet uh, because of the pandemic and a lot of places aren't running shows. So it's great to see another venue for like indie names to get booked on, which is quite nice. Mm. One thing yeah, AEW have um, been trying to do really well over the pandemic is book as many like indie talent as possible. Um, that's probably yeah, yeah. like this sort of two and a half hour mega show every week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, as much as much as we give dark shit for being like stupidly long, it's a good way that they've kind of. It's good that they've Absolutely. given that platform for people to. And people that ordinarily wouldn't be getting to work. Yeah. And you know what the best thing about Dark is they put all the matches in the video. So if, if you want to watch just two or three matches, just go on YouTube and, and you know, they, they clip them all. So yeah. just, just, it's like a buffet. Just take what you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Good it. shit. Speaking yeah, um, of buffets. Oh, and it's important to note, sorry, that was Brandon Walker, not Braden Walker, who does the podcast. <laughs> yes, I was going to make I, that joke. I, um, <laughs> I, I double-checked. It is, it is not the former Wildcat Chris Harris. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Knock, yeah, knock. I, actually, I, actually, I actually Google it and everything to make sure. Um, I can also report a bit of a bit of, a bit of sad news in a way. Um, Japanese deathmatch legend Atsushi Onita, who appeared in a hype package on this week's Dynamite to hype up the exploding barbed wire deathmatch, uh, he was reportedly invited to attend this Sunday's Revolution pay per view. This is something we discussed on the on the podcast on Thursday, whether or not we thought he'd be there. Uh, however, he's unable to make the trip due to COVID travel restrictions and the need to quarantine upon his arrival in the US. So he's obviously he, if he if he did, was going to be there, he'd have to have travelled two weeks ago to have quarantined mm. and to be ready to go, and then he'd have to quarantine on his return to Japan as well. It's just, it's just not worth it to, to sit in the All crowd right. for like to sit in the crowd and be on TV for like fifteen minutes. It's probably not worth the uh, not worth the hassle. Yeah, yeah. I'd like if they yeah. if they could do something like via video maybe beforehand. Um, oh, they've got that video little, back, haven't they? Yeah, but if they could do like another little quick, if they maybe have him explain the rules or something before the match starts, I think that'd be quite nice. You know, have him like run down how it's going to go down, and, like mm. show, show the arena and. Because Kenny's put like a a, a a really cute like hand drawn diagram of the arena, <laughs> which includes mocks on fire like wrapped in barbed wire in the corner, just like <laughs> just I'm, I'm telling I'm telling you now, big tasty. We're getting Frank and Shaq coming out covered in barbed wire. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Um, my my ludicrous pitch is gonna be a real thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this this I have to this this was weirdly reported by Yahoo Japan, which. I didn't think Yahoo was still a thing. But I was going to say, if, if, they, if they wanted to um, get an Easter in for it, they could have like literally at least made them the fucking guest referee, seeing as he's like, he's like the purveyor of the match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I don't think it was good. If, obviously, if he's got commitments in Japan, I don't, I don't know what he's up to these days. Um, I, I, I'd, like, I'd like if he maybe cut a little promo beforehand, sort of running down the rules of the match and how it's going to work and when, when it's all, when everything's, just tell us when everything's going to explode. That'd be, you know, that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, if, you know, if for the fact, Telephone showing up in the crowd watching that. Though. If yeah. you're interested, <laughs> so the ring is going to have three sides. The ring is all the ropes are going to be covered in barbed wire. They're not going to be replaced with barbed wire. They're going to be covered in barbed wire. Right. Um, and three sides are going to be linked to explosives. And so when someone hits the ropes on that side, the explosions are going to go off. There are also apparently what he calls them like triple hell zones outside the ring that are also linked to explosions. What? Like, like a minefield. Like a minefield. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> It's literally then, like a minefield. People just stood on claymores. And then if the match hasn't ended after <laughs> a 30 minutes, there's a 30 minute timer. Um, and if the match hasn't ended after those 30 minutes, everything explodes. What, the arena? The whole of Davies Place, just rigged with C4, is so, going to go up. That'll be it. You'd assume then that they're not going to have anyone at ringside for this match? Um, no, you might think... Not, you, you might think they move Austin Gunn back a little bit so he doesn't like enthusiastically blow his arms off. Uh, uh, Austin, <laughs> Austin Gunn's uh, too busy recovering from the murder that Chuck put him through. Um, Maybe that's why. Maybe they made Chuck kill him so that he doesn't like accidentally run onto a C4 board and like die. <laughs> I say that he's in the uh, tag team battle royal, isn't he? I'm on Colton. Yeah. Couldn't even get Billy there. Um, moving on. Uh, AW talent and NWA women's champion Cereba, uh, Cereba Deep. <laughs> 
Serena Deep. Serena Deep. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Um, <laughs> post on Twitter last night that she's currently out of action after having a scope on her knee. Uh, she says she says uh, she shouldn't be kept out of the ring for too long, but did not give a timeline on that. I mean, she was in a wheelchair in the picture that she posted. So <laughs> yeah, but it's like literally she just had the keel surgery on it. Yeah, I mean, she did. She was she was like um, working with a legit injury during the the, the women's tournament match, wouldn't she? So yeah. That's all it and be back fairly soon. And then Rio kicked the fuck out of any <laughs> for <laughs> reasons. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully she'll be back soon. Fingers crossed, yeah. yeah. Um Brian Alvarez reports that the opening match of this week's Dynamite episode that featured Shaq drew a whopping 1.3 million viewers, AEW's highest peak since NXT began opposing them. I mean, it's not a surprise. You no. put Shaq on your show, there's going to be a lot of people wanting to watch it, whether they're wrestling fans or not. But that's impressive. That's it's good for worth, them. It's also worth noting that this episode of Dynamite did their highest numbers in the 50-plus demo they've done in their entire history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Key Mom, demographic, mate. Key demographic. Mums love Shaq. Mums love Shaq. <laughs> Jericho, Jericho watching it on his phone. Um, <laughs> That, he's got his NordVPN open on the uh, on his phone, <laughs> watching it on my TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they took a they took a risk on this, and uh, and they they and they, they they handled it well. Like the match was the match was decent. It was mm. good fun, and uh, yeah, it paid off for them. So well done, respect. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, as much as I shit over it, I'm very glad that that it did go go down well because I was I was like. So impressed by the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to know? If you want to know more about uh, what we thought about the shot match on the show as a whole, check out our AEW podcast that we put up the other day. Uh, we, we we go we, we go into it at great length. It's a ninety minute bonanza. <laughs> um, yeah. so that sounds like something you would enjoy. Check that out. Um, move we, on to the rest. Spent of a lot of time just speculating on who was going to oh, be yeah. the new signing, didn't we? Which we've just done again today. <laughs> it, it, Tony Khan, living in all, living in all I heard right now, mate. It's fucking ridiculous. Rent-free. Rent-free. <laughs> um, so, rest of the world news. Um, obviously, it wouldn't be a news segment without me posting some Impact Wrestling-related content. Um, I've got some sad news here, in a way, really. Uh, Impact Wrestling have confirmed that its secondary show, Explosion, has been placed on extended hiatus. So, Explosion, you talk about Impact as like the show that won't die. Explosion is like the proto-cockroach. It's like, it's been, it's been running almost continuously since 2002. Crikey. I mean, it's had probably less than 2002 average viewers. <laughs> but um, it was recently broadcast on Twitch, hosted by Matt Stryker, which was the first time since 2006 it was actually available to watch in America. It was normally just broadcast for international markets. It, it, it had a lot in the UK, I think, on like sort of mad channels. You only get on like Freeview. It was on Challenge TV in the UK for ages, wasn't it? Challenge TV. Yeah. Fucking up. Right after the Crystal Rays and before the Krypton Factor. They used to be on like... Genuinely. Bra- remember, remember, Bra- remember Bravo TV? They used to be Bravo on- TV, yeah. They've been on everything, haven't they? Spike TV, Bravo, think- Challenge... The thing All is, though, when you look at some of the people who've wrestled on episodes of Explosion, it's insane. Like, recently, as, as recent as last year, they had Chris Saban versus Ben Carter from NXT UK. Damn. In a, a match that I've still not seen. I keep saying, I'm going to watch that. That'll be awesome. <laughs> hey. By the time you get round to it, mate, it'll be on the Hallmark channel. <laughs> Jack, Jack, uh, they've, had, they've had talent such as Kazuchi Okada on Explosion. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura was on an episode of Explosion. Yeah, wow, so it's, wow, it's, it's got it's got a it's got wow, a um, the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, no less. It's got a, it's got a storied of slightly depressing heritage. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Tanahashi. I, in fact, I, I'm sure Tanahashi wrestled Nakamura on it, if I remember rightly, in like a three three minute match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they 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 have like a, a wealth of talent who have wrestled on Explosion. It's insane. Mm. That's mad. I mean, it's been going 18 years, mate. You know, you'd, you'd expect one or two classics. You'd expect to a few classics to, to come through yeah, the door, yeah. <laughs> you'd also expect if TNA have got fucking Nakamura and Tanahashi there when Nakamura is legit the fucking IWGP heavyweight champion. Mm. They'd probably, on impact, not fucking, not on explosion, just doing a fucking squash nah, match. They'd, 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 already, they'd already booked the clearing second, so it was, uh, it was already locked in. <laughs> they paid for the actors and everything. <laughs> she'd already got death threats mate they had to keep her on um, speaking of someone who doesn't have much talent at the moment um, 
because they're currently going through a reboot. The NWA recently deleted all their videos off the YouTube channel, and then they put a video up uh, about two days ago um, announcing their return to pay-per-view on the 21st of March with Back for the Attack. Um, some confirmed names for this are Nick Aldis, uh, Aaron Stevens, a.k.a. Damien Sandow, uh, JR Kratos, who's tag, tag, tag champions. He's done a lot of stuff in um, New Japan Strong recently. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Thunder Rosa. Uh, I imagine Serena Deep because she's the women's champion. If, hopefully, she's fit for this, yeah. Um... Mm. Um, the Pope, Elijah, Bla- Elijah Bear. I almost called him Elijah Blair then. <laughs> like, a, like a force of habit because um, he's the TV t- champion um, they'll also be recording a series of um, tapings that like after this um, for their weekly power TV show which will be returning on a Tuesday the 23rd of March sorry Jay that's power 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 with three R's yeah don't you forget it um, <laughs> I, I really hope it's the same like sort of um the same sort of dynamic of what power was where it was like a cheesy 80s show that come back from the fucking the darkest parts of history where it was, like a, it was like a tv game dribble with the wrestling in the middle of it yeah and they, <laughs> they had a, they had like a had bed for uh, tony fox waffles and tire irons um, <laughs> in paducah kentucky he's the guy who taught you on michael's carney did you know um <laughs> it's it, 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 my one of my favorite tv shows in, in wrestling um they outside of the, um they're going to be using a similar model that AEW use outside of uh, the USA on Fight TV, where it's like five dollars a month, and that gets you like access to all the episodes of Fire. Oh, sorry, um, okay. that's like, pretty cool. Like an NWA Power. plus sort of deal. Yeah, because they were they were originally just putting them all on YouTube, just like weekly, and yeah. obviously they need to make some money. Um, Hopefully, they, um, they can pull some sort of expanded roster together, so like Nick Aldis won't have to like shadow wrestle his own himself in the main event. Well, yeah, because most of the most of the, like really talented guys now have kind of shown up elsewhere, like in WWE and AW. Like they had them, um, and an Impact. They had uh, James Storm, Eli Drake, uh, aka Ali Knight, um, Zicky Dice, who's possibly going to be making his debut on uh, Revolution in that ladder match. Um, Ricky Starks, absolute Ricky Starks. Eddie Kingston, yes, yeah, I forget, I forget Eddie Kingston's there, and then you like remember he was having like an awesome feud. Um, they they have got a bit of a partnership with um obviously AEW and also Ring of Honor, so there there is like the potential they'll probably borrow some talent off both of them. So you say um, Chaos Project to NWA Power confirmed? Probably, yeah, mate. Uh, <laughs> Japanese Deathmatch, let the Death Dealer Luther versus Nick Aldis, the original Death Dealer. Get it right. Yeah, the original Respect Death Dealers. <laughs> so, when you say original, does that mean that there's been subsequent Death Dealers? Is it like po- is it like post Malone and pre Malone? Is it the same sort of thing, or is it just one? Post Malone and pre Malone. Because if if there's <laughs> if there's more than one Death Dealer, that's fine. You call yourself the original. But if there's no yeah. others, just call them the Death Dealer. That's all I'm saying on it. I don't know. He, uh, it, it baffles me to this day why he's employed by AEW because he's fucking dreadful. <laughs> he's, mate, he's best mate with Chris Jericho. That's right. Well, that, that that explains it, doesn't it? I guess they give it, they give all the mates fucking jobs every now and again. Look at Matt Cardone <laughs> showing up for a cup of coffee in AEW just because he's mates with Cody. Um, also, before before we do move on, the the best bit of news for me is they will be returning to using "Into the Fire" by Dokken as their fucking theme music, which is like. The most hair metal of hair metal songs I've ever heard in my life. Oh, we, hair metal. Are we talking like Stan Bush levels of hair metal here? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. It's, it's up there with Stan Bush. It's, it it does give me the touch uh, vibes. To be nice. fair, um, <laughs> yeah, because they they um they had it originally for power, and then when they kind of like when it finished season one of power, they then tried to shift it. Like it was like they were going through generations of wrestling, which was were cool. They, were, they, were they doing a one division? Sort Ooh, of, yeah. I haven't they're watched this one. week, so you ruined anything. No, no, because no, you know how like, oh, like, okay, okay. With, like going through. Oh, like, I see. Eras, yeah. Right, right. So Ooh, they okay. done like the they done like the '80s classic NWA, and right, right, was the theme song. And then before like the lockdown, they were going into '90s, and uh, "I'm Broken" by Pantera was the theme song. Oh, nice. Which yeah, is nice. weird that they go for that when they've got literal fucking singer from the Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Corgan, owning them. Yeah, the Smashing Pumpkins song, but <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 I was very very upset that that 
that theme song got took off, so I'm fucking made up its back. Um, <laughs> and if if there's any demand for us to do an NWA show, we probably won't do it because it's just too much fucking wrestling. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but I will live tweet it for you. There you go. That's the coverage. <laughs> we, we, we will certainly talk about it while we're doing other things like gaming or whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll squeeze it in somewhere. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll do a review when I'm playing Halo with the following day. <laughs> speaking of things that we are definitely, definitely going to watch, I'm speaking for all of us here, but I'm fairly certain we will. Uh, Voice TV oh, yeah. have revealed that Dark Side of the Ring Confidential, uh, which we spoke about briefly last week uh, with Conrad Thomas, will not be a one-off, but actually a series. It's going to start airing on the 9th of March. Each episode will be 90 minutes long and dives into previous episodes, including deleted scenes, roundtable discussions, and that will feature show creators uh, Evan Husney and Steve Eisner, and then have special guests including Mike Yoda, Tommy Dreamer, Blue Meanie, and Savio Vega. So that sounds like it's going to be good. They, yeah, I'm in for they that. actually um, dropped a trailer for the first episode uh, last night. Um, oh, really? The, the Gino Hernandez one, um, and Tully Blanchard's in it, so I'm already fucking hyped for that. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm well excited for that. Yeah. I mean, Dark Side of the Ring has become one of the great, my, my highlights of the year. Like, it's, it's come out of nowhere to be like, yeah. you know, from, from season one through season two, it got even better in season two. I'm, I'm, I'm really hyped for season three. Yeah. Obviously, rest, it's, it's, a, it's a, almost a good thing anyway that the rest of the world of wrestling is so shitty that they're never going to run out of material. Well, they've, they've, <laughs> actually, um, they've actually got two spin offs as well in the works. Um, the Dark Side of Football. So covering American football scandals. Oh, okay. And, um, the dark side of the nineties. So just scandals in the nineties. So you oh, know, we're, awesome. fact, we're getting an OJ Simpson episode. <laughs> oh, you fucking best believe. <laughs> um, if, you're, if you're interested in some of that stuff, um, ESPN's Thirty for Thirty series um, is outstanding. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of great ones. There's a really good OJ one of them. It, it doesn't have any narration. It's literally just news clips edited together. Mm. And like, um, but it's fantastic. It, 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 um, it sort of shows the day it's the day Arnold Palmer played his last ever US Open and the day it was the same day that OJ Simpson was doing that mad car chase around mm. LA. There's also that series on Prime as well. I forget what it is, but there's one on like Sunderland, there's one on Real Madrid, there's one on the Brazil national team. Big, big tasty is in Sunderland till I die. Yeah, Sunderland I, oh, I, really? I feel very briefly genuinely in it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's an episode of Sunderland that I die where they go down to Wembley to play a cup final and me and Sarah were walking back we just went to the Harry Potter studio and we were walking back past King's Cross <laughs> and there were loads of people outside and we were like what, what's going on there so we literally just walked in the exit to see what was going on and as we walked in the Sunderland team were like walking off the train <laughs> and like I, I didn't realise and it turned out like I was wearing my bright purple top hoodie um, a couple of, <laughs> week, couple of weeks later when it was on everyone's texting like screenshots like the camera must just pan past me like as they were following the players and you can just see me for like two seconds like stood right in the middle <laughs> awesome um, quality yeah. stuff but yeah if you like it your ESPN 3030s check out um there's a really cool one about um how the Baltimore Colts or the Indianapolis Colts basically upped and moved to Baltimore and did a runner okay Oh, they basically it was, a, was it Indianapolis? Yeah, it was the it was a team that basically just did a, did a runner. A team just moved overnight. They they literally just packed up the whole team overnight. An NFL team and moved it to another state. And then everyone, everyone in everyone in the city woke up the next day and there was just no NFL team there. <laughs> Fucking hell! Definitely so, watch that. Give that a go. It's mad. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. It's, yeah, as if right. you, it's as if you put your Kale O'Neill in an ambulance and it just disappeared. Yeah, he's <laughs> again, he's he's, he's Kazama. You know, it's a. Uh, He's got, he's got, no magic <laughs> um, got some sad news to report now, unfortunately. Um, so Jim Crockett Jr., the legendary promoter and former owner of Jim Crockett Promotions, um, which would obviously go on to become WCW, has passed away at the age of 76 due to liver and kidney failure. He, I know he'd been in hospital quite ill for, for a number of days. Uh, he passed a few days back. Uh, he was a former three-time president of the NWA and is credited uh, of behind of being behind the rise of talents like Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, Ricky Steamboat, the Road Warriors, Dusty Rhodes, Harley Race, like you, you fucking name it. Damn. You yeah. did it all. Um like you don't you don't get Jim Crockett, you don't get hard times, you don't get Dusty Flair, you don't get any of that shit. Um, mm-hmm. he gave us it all and his his contribution to he is you know you, you, they say you know the expression standing on the shoulders of giants is used a lot and he is one of the giants who we are all now standing on the shoulders of in terms, yeah, yeah. In terms of a wrestling landscape. What yeah. an absolute legend of the business yeah yeah sad sad news yeah it was um <clears throat> obviously passed away on um like was it was it just before a dynamite or just after i think but it was just before dynamite yeah there was a lot of sort of 
unwilling, un, unknowing tributes to him that they did kind of um, maybe without knowing, like were going into booking. Like obviously they had Tully Blanchard wrestling and they had JJ Dillon with them, um, and they had like a couple of other like little little sort of like callbacks. To they, they did the little four horsemen thing, uh, didn't they? Didn't sort of, yeah. They did the four horsemen thing, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah. sneaking out. Though. <laughs> um and final month um <laughs> so new japan came up came under a shit ton of scrutiny rightfully so um for bringing marty scale into tapings from um for new japan strong obviously marty scale uh got fired from ring of honor um for being named in the speaking out movement um fightful selective reported that it, uh, after a, a series of complaints from a lot of the roster, um, they've decided that New Japan have decided to uh, cut their ties with Marty Scale. It also and... sounds like there's a lot of pushback from fans as well. I know, I know a number mm. of people on social media said that they emailed New Japan directly and said that they'd be cancelling their subscription if Scale appeared on the promotion. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. Like you you look at um. You, you look at like the controversy around them, and it just wouldn't, it wouldn't be worth it. And a lot of yeah. fans boycott it. Um, it. He's he's one of he's one of those people in wrestling. I think like just needs to sort of call it a day. Yeah, because it it does it does leave a it does leave a bad taste in your mouth when you think about it. Um, mm. I mean, I think the fact that he's not even been embraced by AEW, and the fact that the young looks like some of his best friends. Yeah. yeah, and they were, so, they, were so, and they, were, they were so close, and even they want nothing to do with him. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, rightfully so. I mean, he's a he's by all accounts a bit of a scumbag. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think I think he's just got to give it a actually call it a day on the all wrestling career and accept that no one's no one's gonna hire him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he'll, 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 we say that he'll probably end up in WWE. They love fucking. <laughs> They love people with a bit of a. They don't mind like glossing over shady past sometimes. You can always go to bar wrestling. <laughs> 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 on, on that note, um, Christ, <laughs> um, you haven't even got a fucking uplifting bit to, to end on. <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's a revolution weekend, so we've got we've got a, a day of fantastic wrestling yeah. to, to look forward to tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's, where's, let's where's to the best, where's the best of our knowledge? Nobody's announced. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Tony Khan even pulled um, AW talent from. A show that Joey Ryan was trying to promote. Yeah, okay. um, that was a whole. We're not going to go into that because it's too depressing. That's a, another can of worm, though. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, um, credit to Tony Khan for stepping in and making sure that you know. Yeah. No one gets taken for a ride, which is quite nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he was talking about donating to like a local women's charity as well, just to kind of not, not the mad, that not, not the mad Christian conversion one that the, the thing was. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, before we go. Um, you can reach us on social media, uh, Twitter, Untitled Rest Pod, uh, our Discord server, Untitled Rest Pod, where we'll, we're always talking about stuff on there. Um, all, kinds of, all kinds of nonsense, uh, games, everything else. Um, our Twitch is Untitled Rest, uh, Untitled Rest Pod, excuse me. Um, you can, if you give us a follow there, um, that would greatly help us. We are almost at affiliates. Um, Very close. Very, very close. Reaching for that brass ring. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we'll, we do like a lot of watch-alongs, uh, our open mic sessions and the like on there. Um, and also play play a lot of games on there. Um, YouTube and uh, Facebook, are, if you search Untitled Wrestling Podcast, give us a like and a subscribe there, please. That really will help us be able to put out more content. Um, and where can people get their beer and bearding needs fulfilled, please, guys? Let you, let you, 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 you just sort of threw it up there, let it hang. Um, so if you want yeah. your beard needs sorted, you can get a great range of beard oils, brushes, accessories, bags, apparel, flip-flops, beanies, T-shirts, the absolute lot. You can get them all at factface.com. So this is a fantastic company. Um they uh, based in the UK. They uh, they basically donate a lot of their proceeds to testing the cancer charities, um, goes to a radical cause, obviously. And even better news, you can use the code TroyXL85 and you can get twenty percent off at the checkout. So you know, it's a win-win. You get some great product, save a bit of money. Cancer charities get a little donation. Everybody wins. 
Um, also, if you would like some beer, and particularly wrestling-themed beer, you can go to topropebrewing.com, where we have a range of beers for to suit your, all your needs. Uh, we are releasing new beers all the time. We've got another canning run next week, so we'll have some new beers on the week after that. Uh, we're also, also going to be um, we're in the process of putting together what we're calling a WrestleMania survival pack, which is going to be a, a specially selected case of beers designed to get you through the, the marathon weekend of wrestling that you're going to have to consume if you want to see everything at WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> so, been out for that as well, and some special promotions we're going to have to come up as well. So. You might need to add some more beers to that now. We've got two NXT takeovers as well. Yeah, I might have to get the, um, <laughs> have to get the Adam Cole beer made. Um, <laughs> I did pitch a, a, an Undisputed Era themed beer the other day, which it's, it's on the slate. So hopefully they can hold together the faction in time for us to get that brewed release. No, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's dead in the water no, now. <laughs> like, it'll it was, it was, it serve as a nice tribute. Like, remember them? They were cool, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chop the system. <laughs> oh, you better call that Chop the Sim, call me. It's, it's, actually, it's actually Chop the Citra. Right, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll let you off then. Okay, <laughs> Uh, on that note, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.